0: Reddit did it to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Sunday, February 2nd. We're in a brand new month. It's also Landon's birthday month. Happy birthday month. Thanks, man. Do you feel old yet? A uh, couple more days? Yeah, a couple more days. I'll it's think. Friday. That's wild. Yeah. It's coming up. I, I didn't think February would ever get here, so I don't know how you felt about your... If you felt like maybe we weren't going to make it to your 25th birthday or not. Oh, it took forever. But like, Do you think maybe the world was coming to an end, Possibly. Sun slowing down. I feel like Earth rotation slowing down a little bit. It's
1: it, it's not our birthday yet, so I feel like we're. It's st- your birthday month, we, we, but we're still kind of like. I feel like my luck. The day before the world would just end. I don't know. Like, I don't, don't even only, make it to my birthday. You're
0: the only February birthday I know. That's not true. I just made that up. <laughs> I was gonna say, like that's an honor. I <laughs> like free family birthdays. <laughs> but it's yeah, we, we do birthday months. To say, here, I so. feel like
1: it's pretty common month.
0: Is it? I don't know. I feel like every month's kind of common. <laughs> yeah, Fair, it's a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of birthdays. Yeah, not too, not too many to go around. Um, obviously, Super Bowl's tonight, guys. Uh, that's why we're doing the show a little bit earlier. We are going to watch it. I don't. This is like the first one in a while. I just really haven't cared too much for. Yeah, I don't yes. know if it's because I wanted the Titans to be in it so bad that I'm like hurt now. I don't know.
1: Well, there's no, there's no one in it that you really just hate. It's usually no. like usually the Patriots in here, so like you <laughs> yeah. pay attention because you just want them to lose.
0: It was funny to see Edelman's tweet this morning, like something like it just does not feel right. I was like, oh, it was like let the hate flow through you. Does I feel right? Like this. Yeah, I was like, I <laughs> love this. Um, yeah, it's very nice to not have the Patriots, let alone not winning it, but just not even in it. There's yeah, chance. Right. They they deserve it. They get, they they definitely deserve not to be there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we yeah, like I said, we are watching Super Bowl. I put some money on the Chiefs. So. Need uh need old Patty Mahomes to do what he does best, win football games. Yeah, throw for long yards. You, if you win, I, I I think the spread was one and a half. I think that's what me and Chad bet. So uh, she gotta win by yeah, it's one just, and a half. Win by field goal. That's all I need. We need to do some prop bets. We need to get on my bookie when we leave here and just do some wild so prop bets. The Chiefs are the like, favorite, right? Yeah. Okay. We we need to like do the like Gator color of the Gatorade. Like we need to do wild prop bets like that. How long the national anthem is gonna last? The ones I read off on Wednesday. I'm we to do at least like three of them. Uh-huh. Just for fun. Just like put like five bucks on each of them. Just for fun. Can't do it. All right. Well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <and you'll, laughs> I'm you not a betting man. You can play along, I guess. You can play along. Uh, we do got a good show. We're talking about National Signing Day. I know it doesn't feel like it. This Wednesday, it's coming up. Uh, we also are going to talk about some coaching changes. It was officially, unofficially official on Wednesday. It is officially official now. As of Friday? Right. Something like that. He made the announcement. on his Jay party. Graham. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's officially official now. Right. Uh, believe he was out recruiting for the Vols already, right?
1: Yeah, he was on campus this weekend recruiting so, uh, for Junior Day.
0: You love it. Love it was to The see final him.
1: Junior Day of... Uh, of and so there's a dead period now. Right. Dead period started last night
0: at midnight. Oh, there you go. We're going to talk about another bad loss. Vols traveled to Mississippi State. First half... Didn't play great, but he had some hope. We'll talk about that, though. We'll preview Alabama. That's a Tuesday night game before they come back home Saturday at Kentucky. We won't we won't talk about that game until Wednesday. Uh, I'm excited for that one, though. Very excited. It's going to be a fun day. Wiener Dog races that night. Yeah. Ice Bears game. you should, should talk about the Ice Bears. they winning? I don't know anything about hockey. I've known, huh? Are they winning? Sure. <laughs> In my mind, they are. They ain't losing. <laughs> they, yeah. uh, we're going to talk about some SEC basketball. It kind of continued a little bit of craziness. Uh, that Auburn-Kentucky game, Auburn shot 44 free throws. That's insane. They were at home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, Super Bowl talk, and then we've got some segments for you guys. Before we do that, Landon's going to tell you all about our friends over at Commercial Bank.
1: Yeah. Let me get prepared for that. So, Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank, and they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks, whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit CBTN.com to find a branch near you and learn more. Guys, any financial needs you may need, go over to Commercial Bank. They got you, 100%.
0: Yep, Commercial Bank will take care of you. Go check them out this week. Signing day. Signing day, Wednesday. Are we feeling good about it? What do we have, three spots left?
1: So we have two, but I, two. um, Violas Jones can be put ah. in to the twenty twenty one class.
0: So we potentially. So does that mean we potentially have three or?
1: Yeah, so we have two or three.
0: Okay, depending so, on depending who on you who, you who we. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
1: If, if you get the three, if you go three for three with the people you want, I feel like you you take those three. People we want. So
0: let's talk about the people we want.
1: Yeah. So Zach Evans, obviously five star running back. Um. Wild card. No one knows exactly what that man is gonna do. Or so my
0: question: Like, will we even know about him on Wednesday? because, like you said, he can't sign the July, so we won't really know until he's on campus. So yeah. So so Jeremy Pruitt he... did not go in home with him. Right? Is he expected though to make an announcement on Wednesday? I don't think anybody... so. No one knows. No one knows. So we yeah. potentially can only sign one person on Wednesday, saving that spot for Zach Evans.
1: Well, if you land the other two, you're going to take them, and you'll just and if you end up getting and then you
0: okay, but I mean uh, yeah okay, yeah. gotcha, yeah you'll fill you'll fill at least two spots. So you you expect two people to sign on Wednesday regardless. Yeah. Okay, and then that third will either go to Vilas Jones or Zach Evans, right? Depending on where he is. Okay, yeah. that's my thought. I mean I,
1: I could be completely wrong, but that's but that that's makes my sense. Thought. I got yeah. I got what you're saying. Um yeah Zach Evans, Jeremy Pruitt did not go in home with him. He still has that visit available. I'm not sure when the dead period actually is over. Do you know that?
0: I don't. <coughs> surely, it doesn't last too long, though.
1: Yeah, it's got to be a couple weeks. Because I mean,
0: they'll they, you'll have coaches going out to spring practices, and high school mm-hmm. spring practices start in like the end of February. Now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like they've some have already wrapping them up. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, those are so surely not more than a couple weeks.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So maybe he uses that to go in home later on to. Gotcha kind of feel his presence there. Other than that, I mean, we don't really know what Zach Evans is going to do. I don't think he knows what he's going to do. <laughs> nah, it doesn't
0: sound like it. Do you uh, – who, who should we expect, though, to sign? Like, there, is there anybody – I know you talked about uh, Beckwith. Now that Larry Scott's – where is he at now?
1: So, he went to Howard. Howard, okay. Yeah, so Larry Thank Scott um, was a tight ends coach at Florida. That And uh, Florida was actually – um, recruiting D-Beck with the play tied-in. I think Tennessee wants him to play a wide receiver, maybe a tight end kind of blend. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're recruiting him as a tight end, and so Larry Scott, his primary recruiter, is headed out the door getting a head coaching job.
0: So it's got to be, be – I mean, it shouldn't make it a lock, but that has got to be favorable. to.
1: Yeah, for him to and wait – if he waited until after, like, National Signing Day – like if we didn't hear about that, I'd be like, yeah, it's probably between us and Florida. But with him announcing that his primary recruiter announcing that he's going to go take a head coaching job, I feel like that.
0: So you're even. So you're saying we probably have D beck with on Wednesday. Like that's, that's you're expecting him.
1: I expect that. guess. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Malachi Widman. Feel good about Widman. Yeah, I, I think it's between Tennessee and Florida State. I just feel like it's kind of one of those California kids. It's hard to get kids out of the state of California, right. just like it's hard to get kids out of the state of Florida. Um, but I, I think Tennessee feels good about their chances there. Gotcha. And I think he would be the probably the steal of this class, um, just with his athletic ability. What you lost last year in Juwan Jennings, Mark West, Calloway, guys, I can go up get the, taller receivers. I can go up and get right. the football. Um, he's six four. He's also a four-star shooting guard in basketball. Um, so just a solid athlete that could really help out next year, um, especially with an inexperienced quarterback. To have a weapon right. like that would be um, great for that offense. Right.
0: Anybody else that you could see, if it's not any, either of those two or one of those? Is there anybody else that's on the radar that um, you could see? There was or-
1: uh, Lad McConkie. But he committed to Georgia today. Oh, okay, so he's um, so he's all not him. a guy. Yeah. Um. I just uh, I don't I don't really know of another name. Dylan Spencer was one kind of mentioned, but I think
0: so. It's 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 uh.
1: I think you're gonna have to miss kind of on everybody. It's boomer bust it.
0: with the with the yeah. the couple guys that we're trying to sign. Mm-hmm. You don't have there's no one sitting in the background that you think could take those spots. It's yeah. Okay. I
1: think it's so we're pretty. either
0: finished with 23 or 25 in the class. Like that's yeah probably okay. Yep, gotcha.
1: Any, any, yeah, twenty three to twenty five, anywhere yeah. in that range.
0: Okay, yeah, we're not. Yeah, there won't be anybody blue shirting or preferred walk on or anything like that. That, that maybe had that maybe had a scholarship offer before, but because we're full, they have to take another route.
1: That's what I I mean. don't, I, yeah. I don't think you kick anybody out. I I think the people who are out or were, have already been out. Yeah, okay. the Kyrie Miller, Darian Williamson. Darian Williamson went to uh, Florida State as a wide receiver, so that. Kind of made me feel like, hey, it, it, is Wyman coming to Tennessee? Right. That that's because I think they already have four wide receivers in that class. Um, so to add another one with Darian Williamson, did we just trade? It's like, here's Darian Williamson. We'll take Malcolm Wyman Right. That's what it felt like. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So that's it. Is that all you got for signing day?
1: Um. We also had some, some notable visitors on campus this weekend. You had four-star running back Cody Brown um, out of Parkview. I don't know if Tennessee fans watched that semi, uh, state semifinals with Marietta in Parkview. Um, but he had 200 yards and wore Tennessee gloves in the game. Uh, and so he was back on campus. Um, another thing to mention, Parkview has orange and white checkerboards in their end zones. Do they? So
0: is that so? That's who Harrison Bailey played in the semifinal. Yeah, right. Yeah, is that yeah? That's what you said. Sorry. Yep. I remember watching the game, but I didn't know mm-hmm. who he was playing.
1: And then Dallin Hayden, uh, the 2022 athlete from uh, Memphis at Christian Brothers, was back on campus. Legacy player. I like it. Get them legacies. Get them back.
0: We uh, we recently had a- Aaron Hayden was, was on, on campus oh,
1: too. Oh,
0: he with yeah, Jay Graham.
1: He yeah, they took a.
0: We uh, we recently had Aaron Hayden on and, and kind of we briefly talked about his son and, yeah and his expectations for the rest of his high school career and also mm-hmm. potential yeah. schools. So
1: I mean I, I think Tennessee's going to be right in the thick of his recruitment.
0: The, the I think both of those
1: guys, but especially Dallin Hayden.
0: The other son's still at Arkansas, right? Yes, Chase. I thought Chase. Yep. It. yeah. Gotcha. But
1: yeah, that's all I got for recruiting and national signing days coming up. Does Tennessee of, go three for three? I think that's a million dollar question. Will mean, they go two for three?
0: Two for three would I be I mean
1: Malachi, Wideman, and D beckwith with that would be great.
0: Yeah, that's I mean two for three would be I, like I fantastic. Think
1: if you go three for three, you're you have a top ten class. Yeah.
0: That's great I mean, and obviously you take Zach Evans and you want Zach Evans, but the good thing about him is like at least at running back, you're way you're way more short of yeah. than you are at wide receiver. I think it's just like a, a luxury take at that right. point. So, like, it's not – it's really – it's not the end of the world. The, my only hope for him is he doesn't go to, like, back to Georgia, which they're full now, right, because of that other commit? I guess. I, don't, I, guess they, I, don't. I guess they could find a way. Yeah. You can, you can always find a way. There's ways to get around it.
1: I, I think it's between Tennessee and Ole Miss.
0: See, Ole Miss would be all right because at least we're not seeing him every year. Yeah. So, see you I, him next year. Is that, yeah, 2021, yeah. Not every year, yeah. Not every year. It's like it, um, but yeah, like you said, that, that's definitely more of a luxury than anything else. You don't. The need isn't as it as bad there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good thing about yep. him. Uh, obviously, you'd like anybody with that kind of talent. Uh, coaching changes, though. I, I I guess you want to talk about the the moves, yeah? Because it wasn't just Jay Graham coming onto campus. There's also been a shift in the. Yeah, it, it,
1: it seems like everything just kind of fell into place once right. they got Jay Graham. It was – everybody thought Osevet to tight ends and Niedemeyer to inside linebackers. That's exactly what happened. Yep. Uh, yep. I think that was – I think it's big for Niedemeyer to move to inside linebackers. I feel like he's kind of – Well, it, it, it's kind of more of like a – like you have to – I don't want to say actually coach, but it's more of – a spotlight on you kind of position right. at inside linebackers. And it is tight ends. Yeah. Um, and him just getting to coach crouch and Henry Toto guys that he was, had a big hand in, in bring to campus. I think that's pretty
0: cool. And he had, he's had some experience with linebackers as well, doesn't he? Like he he's he's, he's been, he's
1: been a defensive GA before. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Thought I heard that. So potentially going back to where he may be, maybe not more comfortable, but at least comfortable. Yep. So that's good. Um, and then Osevet. Yeah, to tight, tight ends. I mean, that's
1: that's huge just for – because I think the, the coaching, like, Pruitt obviously brought him onto the staff because he knew he could coach. Right. He had been the JUCO coach of the year. He knew he could coach. Uh, I think for him to earn a um, on-the-field position was just him going out on the road and proving himself recruiting-wise. Right.
0: That's what – I mean, that's – we talked about it kind of being like his tryout. Yep. When uh, David Johnson left that he had to kind of – the next best guy in line at the time on the staff, so they put him out on the road, and if he could go out and win on the road, right. he had a chance to get a position back here, and and that was probably already in the works because, like you said, you knew he could coach. So part of that may have been in the works, and the recruiting may have just been like, if you can recruit, it's, you know, icing on the cake. And obviously, he was out. He was able to do a good enough job to impress Jerry Pruitt to because he's always been like a,
1: a relationship guy. You know, he's he and he's had a big hand in the JUCO guys, but could he? you know, build those relationships up North where he right. had, where he had some connections and bring in those high school players. Yeah. And he obviously, he obviously, he didn't, en- he did enough to get yeah, on staff. Right.
0: So, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, and I think that's good for the the whole program itself just to have, you know, you're yeah. going to lose assistant coaches every single year, but to have some stability. Yeah. I think you got a little much. bit
0: of continuity by keeping, obviously he hadn't necessarily had the same, you know, he hadn't had an on-field role, so it's a little bit different, but he's been around the program. Players know who he is. Like, there's at least a little bit of continuity there. Yep. Yeah. Um, I like the coaching changes. I like Nita Meyer to inside linebackers. You mentioned because of the guys he's recruit. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know how great of a coach he is. Obviously, obvious he's a great recruiter. I don't mm-hmm. know much from a coaching standpoint. Um, but if he's any, even half the coach he is as a recruiter, I mean, I'm pretty confident he's going to do a really good job. So
1: Yeah. And I mean, he's going to get, because he can recruit, he's going to get calls probably every single year. Right. Right. To come join staff. So. You know, you have the potential to lose Brian Niedermeyer every single year, but I think with him and Pruitt having that connection, giving him his, his first opportunity on uh, with an on the field position, I think that's that goes a long way.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um,
1: and then you also have Chris Winkie and Tracy Rocker; their um, contracts expired. So, will they be back? Right.
0: I feel like you would have heard by now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Maybe.
1: unless unless somebody like. Tracy Rocker retires. Right. I mean that that would probably be the only
0: the one that might take more time to announce. Yeah, uh, yeah, because like both of those guys would already probably be hired by somewhere else, mm-hmm. even if it's like a smaller school, they would have probably already been hired.
1: And Chris winky has been recruiting a lot, you know, especially with um, some of the 2021 quarterbacks. So uh, I th- I think he would be on canvas next year if right. I had to put money on it. Tracy Rocker is a little bit more difficult because, you know, his son's at Vanderbilt. You know, his son's having a good career um, with baseball. So, does you want to just give it up for a little bit and, you know, just see kind of – go watch his son play more. Um,
0: It helps that baseball is only in the spring in college. So, he's able to do quite a bit of – like, he was at the national championship game last year. And I think even – more tournament games throughout. Like, I don't think he was just at the National
1: Championship. And what's good about that, like, you can recruit anywhere. So, (laughs) anywhere the kid's playing, you can go recruit somebody in in that area. So, yeah, I I don't – I think we'll see both of them next year. But I think if if we do lose Rocker, it would be because he retired, not because he got another job. Right,
0: right. I'd I'd imagine if, you know, you'll find out by Thursday. Yeah. They may hold off on announcing just because – which none of those recruits would affect those, but just to Right. Make it through signing day. So potentially Thursday would be the Yep. I'd say if you don't hear anything about Thursday, they're they're just reworking contracts right now. Mm-hmm. So that's probably all it is. Um you wanna talk about coaching changes anymore? No, that's all
1: I got. I so, mean the the big thing for me was just having that stability and yeah. you got you got two I feel like quality coaches or three quality coaches. You kept two on staff that you already had and you got it for a decent price.
0: Yeah. Do we do we get the final numbers yet? No, we've not. So we'll see about the price. But yeah. I'm with you. It's it's gonna be better than than Sher and David Johnson probably. Yep. So Yep. surely. I'd imagine Jay Graham will cost a little bit. I, I I'm not sure what he was making at A and M. Do you know?
1: It was like five twenty five. Okay,
0: so not much. I'd say you get to pay raise, but not I, much. I
1: thought more. I I thought I read where he's making like five seventy five.
0: So yeah, a little bit of pay raise, but not yeah, not too much. Gotcha.
1: I could be wrong, but I feel like I read that somewhere.
0: Good deal. So, Oof. what? Yeah. Let's no. travel south a little bit. Ugh. What happened? That's so bad. We have zero leadership, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks that Santiago Viscovi has been on campus for a whole month and is our best player.
0: It's bad. I mean, it's... <coughs> and I mean, not having Josiah Jordan James hurts, but, like, he's had two rough games. So, yeah. it's, I don't think it helps you that much. And you're... You're up by six at halftime. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you could like. Which to be fair to Mississippi State, they shot like what seventy-five percent in the second half. Yeah, something like, like that. Some, they, they shot they finished, out. like finished, like... But defense also matters in that too. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, we had a bunch of lazy defense, just yeah. not rotating. You know, leaving guys wide open. There was one possession where Weatherspoon dribbled down court and no one stopped the ball, and he just went right to the basket. That's insane.
0: Perry. I mean, we just we didn't have. He didn't even try to have an answer for Perry. I know he's good, but like. I don't understand why Pons wasn't trying to, like... I right. Like, we
1: never put Pons on him. We'd we leave Plavsich or, or Fulgerson on him. And
0: and oh they were doing a terrible job of ball denying. Oh, yeah. And they weren't taking away They the just back. let him
1: have the ball. And so, he, that's why he got to the free throw line, like, yeah. 14 times.
0: And if they did try to ball deny, they were just giving him the basket. And he's athletic enough to go get up, go get any pass. Like, it doesn't have to be a great pass. Yeah. And they it was terrible, terrible down low. Um, I mean, I cannot believe Plovsic had 16 points. That's insane. I wouldn't have guessed it. Why, which I turned the game off with about four or five minutes remaining. It was just – it was ugly basketball. Um, And it was lazy. I mean, it was just lazy. Yeah. And I'm sure the guys are working hard, but they're not working hard in the right areas, so that makes it lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they sweat after the game. But, yeah, yeah it, it's bad. Kumwa looked terrible. Dude, he's, he's- – He's digressed, I think, since the beginning of the season, or he's plateaued at least. Yeah, I thought because like, he looked, he like, I'm not saying he was good, but he showed promise. Like he was, mm-hmm. you know, making decent. He post looked like moves. somebody that was going to develop into a really good player. Right. Play. He he was using his body. He's not using his body. He has zero post moves. He has zero presence on defense. It's bad. Devontae Gaines played better defense, but if he's going to be on the floor, he's going to have to impact the game on the offensive end.
1: What what kills me is he come he played what seven minutes yeah. and had two rebounds and had one less than Plovsic and Pons. Yeah, that's bad. So could Gaines have helped us see, look at the rebounding Oh, we got out I mean we twelve. We are getting I mean, does it looks like Devontae Gaines could have had ten rebounds if they would have just played him a
0: little bit more. It is so bad that we get so embarrassed. Yeah. In the rebounding. Like I understand we're probably technically <laughs> undersized across the board. But, not well, not really with Plavsic, especially when he played-
1: Mississippi State wasn't just towering yeah. over us. No, especially
0: when you consider Plavsic played 26 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, not undersized. Three rebounds. Yeah, that's. I
1: mean, it, it. it's nice that he came in and he started, and it was nice that he was able to score 16 points. But when you're right next to the basket, your head is a- yeah. about to the rim, and you're shooting 50%, that's not very good. No. I mean, good. he had a lot of shots that were just like, ugh he never like his faces the basket. His turnaround post move is ugly. He never faces the Man. basket. And neither does Fulkerson.
0: Fulkerson's a black hole. I mean he, he's, yeah, th- when they, he when he touches last night. When he touches the ball in the paint, he is shooting or turning the ball over. Yep. And that that's it. Like that that's your options. Um yeah, it's it's not great.
1: And, and Bowden, he had twelve points, but I think the he had what, four until it was over. I, I, I
0: and then he yeah, started. I think I think none of his points came in the second half. Yeah, something like that. And then I like I like Jalen Johnson. I think he's going to have to be the guy because he has swagger to him. I think he. I think if we're going to find any kind of leader, it's going to have to be Jalen Johnson. But he's got to play more consistent. Yep. Like I think he has the ability to come into a game and take it over, but he doesn't use that ability. I mean, well,
1: apparently he's he's one of our best players in practice.
0: I mean that that's why I kind of say what I cause I haven't seen evidence of it, but I've heard it. And I mean, you—he went on like a two, three-minute stretch there. We had six points, and yeah. then he had thirteen for the game. Yeah. If he can play more consistent, I feel like he's the guy because Vescovi, The thing about Viscovy is, he doesn't have the ability to take over a game because a lot of what he's doing is, facilitating. Mm-hmm. Like he had five assists last night, so he he needs more than just, him to. Whereas Jalen Johnson can get the ball, he can shoot. From three, he can take the ball to the hole. That's another thing. He's got to be way more aggressive. Our whole team does. Yeah.
1: I mean, th- that's that's the thing with this team offensively. There's no one that can consistently go to the hole. No. And that's why losing Lamonte Turner hurt you so bad. I mean, he was killing us a lot with turnovers and, yep. and and dumb shots early in the shot clock. But when the game was on the line and you needed somebody to go to the basket, he was, he was the one to go get you one. Yeah. And now that... There's nobody. Now everybody's like, oh, don't give it to me. Oh, it's in the shot clock. Here, you, you take it. You take it. It's bad. <clears throat> There's no alpha on this team.
0: None. I that, I, I don't know who it's going to step up. And I don't know who's going to step up and be <coughs> that guy. I I legitimately believe it's got to be Jalen Johnson. I don't know who else could do it. You wish... You wish... Everybody wishes Jordan Bowden could, but he he won't. He can't.
1: Yeah. I'm, I think this Tennessee staff is really...
0: You know, they really thought they are gonna get a lot more from Jordan Bowden this year. Yeah, and it's it's not. I mean he's not playing good basketball. <coughs> I mean his defense is probably what's keeping him on the court at this point. Yeah. And and his age.
1: I mean he played thirty four minutes. Yeah. Thirty four minutes and had twelve points.
0: And he's our go to guy. Like he's touching the ball just about every single time. And he shot possession. five for eight.
1: Like he shot a good percentage, but like it's it's getting him to shoot.
0: So I mean, yeah. Let's again take that away. That means he probably only shot the ball, maximum four times. Yeah. Before under ten minutes left in the second half,
1: and went to the free throw line one time.
0: Yeah, it's not good. Which everybody has to get to the free throw line more.
1: Blaustein, he went three times.
0: At least he's at least he's somewhat. Oh, some did you aggressive. see the did you see the foul totals for each team? I know we. I mean, we had a couple of guys almost foul out, didn't we?
1: We had twenty-two fouls. They had fourteen. <laughs>
0: They had that weak foul early in the. We had an offensive foul early in the first half that it's gonna get called because anytime you throw your arm up like that on pawns, it's unfortunate. But the dude dives. I don't know how. Again, a lot of people hate soccer because of the dives, which is fair. I hate the diving and embellishing in soccer, but it's just as bad in basketball nowadays. Yeah, just as bad. Like that dude flies out and
1: yeah, act like he got shot. Yeah, so. It's just a weird year because, like, you lost so much talent last year. It's bad. And then, you know, you had just as so much talent as Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, all those teams. But the difference is, like, they replaced those guys yeah, that yeah, they lose, And we just didn't have the guys to come in and replace them. And that
0: this, – this is an excuse making, but that's also the difference between the Blue Bloods and a school like Tennessee who's only going to have one great year every – Ten years, mm. like they they reload. We're trying to rebuild. Yeah. So, and it's, I mean, I don't. I'm not making an excuse. We should be. A, we should be a tournament team. If you, I mean, it's it's not the lack of talent that's bad. It's the lack of fight and effort that yeah. is why we're bad. Because if you're, I mean, if you're more aggressive going to the hole, if you're working the boards, that's a different. I mean, I'm not saying you win that game, but you're in it. Yeah, you don't lose by thirteen. You may win it because you're up six at the half, because you fought. I think we were out rebounding, them or we were only down like in the rebounding count by like one or two. Like it was close. Reggie
1: Perry's six ten. He should not have twelve rebounds on Plavsic. Yeah, he shouldn't be
0: bullying people on the boards. Yeah,
1: I mean that again. Like that's it's effort because like. We're playing teams, and teams just want it more. That was the yeah. only reason why we lost to Texas A&M, because they just wanted it more than we did.
0: Yeah. Until we get that fixed, we're in
1: yeah, big it's trouble. A, it's a bad loss. I mean, do you even think we may get to the NIT? Uh, I
0: don't know. Not the way we're playing basketball.
1: Yeah, I mean, our schedule isn't going to do us any favors here in Saturday either. No, I mean – if you don't
0: beat Alabama, you might not win another game besides Vanderbilt. We, I was about to say, we have a very tough stretch. It doesn't get easy until, like, February 18th. And it doesn't necessarily stay easy either. You play Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah, that's it. And then you go right back to – Like Auburn, I
0: think? Auburn, Kentucky. Me, I'm trying to pull it up. My computer's being difficult. Give me one second. It's – uh, yeah, it's like you mentioned, it's Alabama on Tuesday. Or is that a Wednesday game? Tuesday. I, okay. You got Alabama on Tuesday – um, at Alabama. You come home to Kentucky. Then Arkansas is at home on Tuesday. South, South Carolina, who looks much better than the first time we played them. Mm-hmm. And then Vanderbilt on the 18th. That's a home game, thankfully. And then you're at Auburn, at Arkansas. Florida comes here, at Kentucky, and Auburn travels here to end the season. Yep. It's – I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. We may only win one more game. And, oh, it's – and, and I'm not saying those
1: two should have been wins. Texas A&M and Mississippi State. Those are effort,
0: wins. and the the tough thing about those those losses those are effort. Alabama, you you have a really good chance to win. Kentucky, though, like the only way you're going to win is effort. Yeah. Like you're not gonna you're they're better than us. Point blank, period. Yeah, but you can fight and be in it and potentially get to a win. But you're going to lose by thirty if you give this kind of effort.
1: So, yeah. Same with Auburn.
0: Yeah. And Arkansas is not going to be pretty. They're playing pretty good basketball right now, I think. South Carolina's looked better, and we were only able to muster up, what, 50 points last time we played them? Yeah, I mean, it was, was a low-scoring game. Yeah, it was 56-55 was a yeah. final. Ugh. Yeah, Arkansas's beaten Alabama, lost to South Carolina by two, beat TCU, lost to Mississippi State by seven, lost to Kentucky by seven. Whoop Banner, Vanderbilt, whoop Mississippi State. Only lost to LSU by two. They're playing decent basketball. Much better basketball than we're playing right now. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a tough stretch. And, and play good basketball Tuesday night. Win. I think if you let's let's beat Alabama, ugly, whatever. Just grind it out, effort. <clears throat> Come back home. You're in front of a home crowd. If you can beat Kentucky somehow, some way, some. I mean, I. That is like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. you beat him in front of home crowd you could you could get this season churning in the right direction, potentially make a run in the SEC tournament. this is absolute best case scenario and maybe find yourself in the in the bubble
1: yeah but that, I mean
0: that's best case scenario like that, that's the only way it could happen.
1: can I have to win some games and a lot of a lot of people are just like, oh there's next year, there's next year and yeah, there's a lot of talent coming in next year, but if we don't get a big man,
0: it's going to be just as bad on the boards. Or
1: or if, if we don't get a big man or if somebody doesn't develop into, like, somebody that can get rebounds consistently, get points consistently, it's going to be rough. Like, yeah. that that's going to be the downfall of next season with all the talent that you have. And a lot of that talent is only going to be here for one year. Yep. Yeah. So then, ugh, I mean, if, if you're seeing a lot of fire barns, you know, Five million contract. Wait till he has a lot of talent and isn't able to. We're getting out rebounded by ten still.
0: Yeah, you lose some games that you shouldn't with all that talent. A lot of people are going to be saying it. Yeah, th- the biggest thing, the biggest thing that's happening right now is the effort on the defensive end needs to get fixed. Yep, specifically on the boards. And you, you beat, you beat a And M. You're in the game against Mississippi State. You probably beat Alabama if you fix those little things, and because I mean, you didn't shoot terribly yesterday. You shot pretty good. Mm-hmm. Could have been better. Could have had some better shot selection, but overall, you shot pretty good. Yep. I'd say you shot good enough to win the game, and that's how, that's how bad you were on the opposite end. That's how bad you were. So
1: I mean, the way we're playing I just, basketball, like it's not even like you know it's you know it's going to be bad basketball when you turn it on. Yeah, and then like. You're not it's even somehow, that ups, You're not even that upset
0: about it after it somehow outdoes my expectations every game. It's incredible. Oh yeah,
1: like I'm like think, I oh. know we're gonna
0: play bad, and then I'm like, cool, did not expect that bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it it somehow does that every single time. I I wish we we're gonna make the tournament, but I have a feeling, dude, we might not even make the NIT. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I just hate – the thing I, I, really I,
1: I hate, would. I would rather us – you know, I I really want the team to make the tournament, but I feel like as a development standpoint, I'd rather us make an NIT and actually win some games. Because I feel like th- if this team made it to the tournament, it'd be a one game and done. I'm sure. I'm
0: sure. you lose to a five seed. You'd be a 12 yeah. probably. In, is that right? Is that, yeah. 12-5. Yeah. 12 five. Like that. yeah. The, I, I just – the biggest frustration for me is that this has not been Tennessee's identity since Rick Barnes got here. And that's concerning. Mm-hmm. It's very concerning. It has not been the gritty team that he's had since he's been here.
1: Because, I mean, I, I feel like we played a, a decent – we did a decent job on defense the first half, but then the second half was just like nothing like the first half. No. Like they came out and just – And I
0: get it. it's demoralizing to like – I don't even know – it's hard to say if we're playing good defense – But to see shots fall if you do play good defense. But you just, if you stick with it, they got to start missing at some point. You got to work harder to create turnovers so they can't get those shots off. And we did not do those things.
1: I mean, South Carolina scored 55 points against us the entire game, Mississippi State scored 58 in the second
0: half. Yep. Yep. It's bad. Let's go into Alabama. Let's try to get happier. Oh, I don't know if that's. I I don't think it's possible either. <laughs> Alabama I mean, Alabama's a team that you should beat. Like they're not great. They've got a couple good players. They've got Petty and Kyle Lewis and even Alex Reese, But like they're not a great basketball team. I know Petty's going to give us trouble again. Mm-hmm. He almost beat us last year. Yep. By himself. But thankfully, I think I think the good thing is is everybody they've pretty much got is guard. They're guard heavy. And I you know if, if I'd rather play a good team with good guards or a good team with good forwards, I'd take the team with good guards. Yeah. That matchup's going to be in our favor a little bit more. And they've got a decent forward in Alex Reese, but nothing that I think is going to give us too much trouble. You He's hope. Not, you hope. He's not very big. <laughs> he doesn't score a lot. He doesn't even rebound a lot. So that gives me hope.
1: Gosh, man. We need a win. Desperately need a win. Desperately. And going to Alabama, going to Tuscaloosa and getting a win, that would be great.
0: Yeah. Oh, you, all, you always take a win in Alabama. Um Travel there on Tuesday. What what time is the tip off? Seven. Thank God. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, they I, score a
1: lot of points. They score eighty two point two points per game. We're scoring sixty six. That, that
0: is the thing about their guards. They're very aggressive. They're gonna shoot and they're gonna they're gonna get to the free throw line, um, which is is troubling for us. That was a good thing about Mississippi State in the first half is we were able to slow them down, and yeah. they had to play our our pace of basketball. And that's not what they're used to, so they—that was tough for them to not be able to just to run the court and go to the hole immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, that's something Alabama likes to do. They—they're very aggressive. I—I I don't understand why, why are we not aggressive. Like, what's what's lacking in that?
1: I mean, I, I think you feed off your leaders.
0: Yeah, and there's we don't have any aggressive leaders, right?
1: I mean, you're feeding off John Fulgerson and Jordan Bowden, who you know haven't been what you would.
0: John Ferguson, I so, love him to death. He is the opposite of aggressive. Yeah. Jordan Bowden just – I think his just <laughs> – why is his confidence so bad? Like, that's got to be what it is. To go from, like, one of the one of the best shooters in the SEC to terrible, that's got to be confidence, right?
1: And it's not like he's – like, he was 5 for 8. Like, it's not like he's shooting bad. It's just getting him to, to shoot when he's not on.
0: Well, he's been shooting terrible from behind right. the arc. Right, right. So, go to the hole. Yeah, and, and he's not doing that. And I don't know why a couple games this year early in the year when he wasn't shooting good behind the arc and that was when lamonte was still playing so maybe that helped him be more aggressive he had that really good spot up shot from 15 feet how often has he done that the last couple games
1: yeah i don't know
0: i can only remember one shot from that that spot yesterday i
1: mean tennessee is going to have to play inside out to have, to give some guards some open shots got some confidence but with that, you're gonna to have to have somebody down low that's able that's, to produce. That's
0: what to say? Not even produce, but not be a black hole. Yeah. Like we can You can't get. You can't give the ball to Fulkerson every time and not know if it's gonna come mm. back out. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's not gonna come back out. Because like, what's it really doing? And it, and like, people aren't crashing on him because it only takes one person to defend him. Yep. So he's not drawing any pressure in. He's he's got to find a way to get the ball, dribble, to the basket, not just back a guy down, and then find a pass. He's and and
1: Pons, like, I love Pons to death, but if once he gets the ball at the top of the key, if he's not shooting and passes it off, he needs to get his ass down low. Yeah. And be, and be a post player. You're a post player.
0: Yeah, he's got to be more aggressive at the whole at the rim.
1: Because you're not giving us anything. Like, we're having one guy, and it's John Fulgerson, who's, you know,
0: he's, got, he's our best player right <laughs> yeah. now, too, which is not good
1: but he he needs to he needs to use that body and use it for rebounds.
0: And I like what you said about Pawns getting down low cuz he also he can back people down really well. Yeah. He does a really good job of backing people down. Why does and, he not get And that can
1: more? shoot over anybody yeah. cuz his jumping ability.
0: Yep. I want I I I would like to see Ferguson playing the way he plays with a commitment to not lose the ball. Yeah. Like with a commitment to go, if this shot isn't here, I'm passing. Rather than I've got to shoot the ball, because I feel like that's what he. Every time he gets that ball, he he knows he's shooting. I hate how like, he almost
1: like, belly flops every time he's he gets a pass.
0: Yeah, and like eighty, like he's getting shot. Yeah, he is. And eighty percent of the time, he's going to his left hand, so it's not very tough to defend.
1: Right. Yeah. They they the announcers say that every single time. Yeah. Like everybody knows he's going to his left hand.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. It's been been a rough one lately. It's been a rough ride. Hopefully, yeah. a little bit of redemption at Alabama. This team, I think this team, the entire team, I, I say like someone like Jordan Bounds, like confidence. I think the entire team needs this confidence boost of just. Good you see James
1: is back. That would be
0: yeah. Do you think he he's been injured before this game?
1: Um, it didn't make him turn the ball over that many times. No, but
0: <laughs> it's it's difficult to play with a groin, injury. right? Yeah. May, is the one that just maybe it, on, on it, it's
1: been bothering him, and and that's why he hasn't been able to just drive to the basket. But yeah. he should be one that's, like, other than Bonds, he's the most, like, looking at him, he's the most physically gifted athlete on the court. Yeah. I mean, like, he needs to use that body to go to the
0: basket. He's definitely, I mean, because that's another thing about Viscovi. He does a pretty good job most, not most of the time, sometimes going to the basket. But he's kind of the opposite of Fulgerson, You know that ball's probably coming back out. Mm-hmm. So, depending on how, if the defense can hold their spots and help comes from the right areas, they don't have to. The penetration isn't as significant. Now you saw like that little behind the back pass that he threw to Fulgerson, Defense didn't slide and help properly. He was able to kick it out. Then you have to overhelp, overhelp, overhelp until someone gets free.
1: Could you imagine what this offense looks looks like if? Viscovy doesn't get eligible?
0: Oh, God. Mm. Nope. Don't want to think about that. I mean, bad.
1: like, yesterday, nope. you think to yourself, like, the times that you cheered, it was probably from Viscovi yeah. doing something.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of time that was it.
1: <laughs> so, like, so if he wasn't there, and, you know, that happened with Lamonte, what do you do? What do you do at the point guard position? So, yesterday, you wouldn't have had Josiah James, so it's... As- <laughs> Jordan Bowden, you're... Jordan Bowden to bring the ball off the court every time. So a team that was so guard-heavy to start the the now year, it's... it's nothing. <laughs> it's just Bowden and Jalen Johnson.
0: Thank God we got Viscoby. Let's just... Whew. Thank God. Because he'll shoot it from anywhere. He doesn't care. Oh, yeah. He, he got he a four-point play yesterday. No, he missed it, didn't he? Yeah,
1: he missed the... <sighs> Dang it. I think that's the second time he's done it. Is he, it? He missed the
0: free throw. Come on, man. Gotta get them four point plays. He needs
1: somebody in his face. That's
0: what. Yeah. The man's got it. The, man, the man can play basketball. I'm excited to see yeah. him grow. Yeah, I and mean, maybe I, and maybe yesterday too. I wasn't completely pleased with Plovšič's play, but 16 points, maybe two. He's only 18, 19 years old. He's got room to grow. Maybe we get better play from him. Yeah, that's lately.
1: his first career start. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean 16 points. That's that's great. He does need to play yeah. like a seven footer. We got
0: to get some rebounds, 100 of the we time. Got to get some rebounds.
1: Yeah. Yep. And he's got to get more condition. He just seemed gassed running up and down the court every single
0: time. I do find it funny. I was I was thinking about this. Um, I don't remember what we are talking about. But I find it funny that the biggest guys on the court got to technically travel the farthest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it seems messed up.
0: I don't think you can rework that, but, you know. It's good for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just trying to help you. Yeah. <laughs> um... We're about to talk about some SEC basketball. Before we do that, let me tell you guys about 865 Axe Throwing. It is a a one-of-a-kind experience. It's perfect for date night, birthdays, anniversaries, friends' night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, 865 Axe Throwing, where locals hang out. They're the first axe-throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have friendly and knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. They even taught Landon. Yep. He was actually pretty good. I was surprised. Once you stick your first axe, you'll be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown, and their atmosphere can't be beat,
1: won't be beat.
0: Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, Mega Jenga, or hang out by the fire. They're family-friendly farm fun. Guys, go check them out at 865 Axe Throwing. And good news, if you go right now, I can get you a discount. $5 off, promo code, more important issues at check-in. Let them know we sent you, and they'll help you out. Good people over there at 865 Axe Throwing. Love it. Let's talk about some SEC basketball. So, obviously, Tennessee and Mississippi State.
1: I got some questions. You want to go ahead and get get through them?
0: Let's answer these questions.
1: Okay. So, uh, Melissa Heiberger. I hope I said that right. Um, She said, What can be done to fix the incompetence of the officiating in the SEC? Whether it's football or basketball, it's so bad that it's become a joke.
0: The biggest thing I think. Because I think there are at least I know like, I know a lot of officials at like the high school level yeah, for, for several sports. And I think they're doing their best to be good. Like, I don't think there's, there's only some officials that I think are okay with being bad. Yeah. I think most, most officials want to be good at their job. Like, like anybody in life. Mm-hmm. I think they want to be good at their job. Um, like in any job, there's officials that don't care or they, um, they would just want to be in control. That's just going to be like anywhere in the world. I think the biggest problem is with the referee shortage across the country, you can't punish them, really. Yeah. Like, you can suspend them for a few games, but you're eventually going to have to call them back. Right. <laughs> you need them to ref. hmm So, I don't think there's going to be anything you really can do about it until you can hold refs accountable.
1: So I, I think, I think the main thing is making them like that. Like that's their career. Is why aren't you doing that at college level? Yeah, why aren't you doing that at the college level? Because that I mean that's if that's your full if it's a part time job you're really not going to care about it that much. I mean most of those people have full time jobs, right? So that's what the, all their focus is in. So if it's another full time, they don't care.
0: And I don't know what the I, I think there needs to be a way to, in all sports, <clears throat> high school, college, professional, which I I know professional, they're able to do a little bit differently because most of their refs are full-time. Yeah. Like, NBA is full-time. Uh, NFL, are they full-time? I think they are. Yeah, I think they are, too. I think NFL is full-time. Uh, MLS is full-time. NHL is full-time. They have better checks and balances. And... Their refs are still not great, but in it, I've, from what I've heard, I don't watch all the NHL. I've heard NHL refs are the best of any league. So maybe we just need to research and find out why. Just is it buying. maybe because, well, <laughs> honestly, is it maybe because hockey is just such a rough sport that you're really just looking for like egregious hacks most of the time? I don't know. I'm curious. I, I need to do some more research on that because I've heard that now several times. Hmm. But I think there needs to be a way that you have kind of like a, First off, I think communication, this is a big, big thing. I think communication between refs and coaches at all levels can be improved. Yeah. Because right now, the only place you can really talk to refs is on the field. Well, on the field, your emotions are high. Like, it, that conversation's rarely going to go over well. Because the ref's coming at it from him, I'm right, you're wrong, perspective coach is coming at it from, him or player, I'm right, you're wrong, perspective. Like, and emotions are flaring because players and coaches are fighting for a win. So that communication is rarely going to work out well. Very rarely. So there needs to be a better communication channel. Um, obviously with high school and even college sports where these people don't do it as a full-time job, that's tough to like sit down on a Sunday afternoon and go, all right, let's talk about what happened this, at this week in this game. But I mean, why can you not have a better system of communication through email? Uh, have a league... Apparently the, the SEC officiating—that's that, all they do—is run a Twitter account that justifies plays. Why can you not have a system where
1: they even justify a play?
0: <laughs> I think they've like—I think they put out stuff and been like, "Here's what our official saw on this holding call." Oh, okay. I, I think that's what they know. I really don't know what the Twitter page is for, other than for me to tag in it and be like, "Hey, you guys suck." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, why—why why is there not a system where a coach can send a play in and be like, "Hey, here's—I I want you all to see what I saw." And I want to hear what you saw like that, like that kind of communication days after a game when emotions aren't high. I feel like that would improve a lot. And and I mean, the whole thing about officiating too is sometimes it's rarely. I feel like a call is cut and dry. Like sometimes it's the angle you saw it at or what else happened in the play. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like rarely call, not maybe not rarely, but maybe let's say half the time they're cut and dry. The other half, it's like, all right, here's how I saw it. Like in basketball, probably like the only plays that can be entirely cut and dry are bad fouls or like out-of-bounds calls. Other than that, it's going to be foul like, did you see the arm extend fully? You know, how was he – was he driving to the basket? Was he fading away? Like I feel like you're going to see different things. Where am I standing on the court? That ref had a different angle. We talked about it. He saw something else. We agreed to not call it. So I feel like there just needs to be a better line of communication. And I don't know what it's like, but for Rick Barnes to follow a ref off the court – to get after him, I feel like there's not a good line of communication. I feel like that's unacceptable at the college level.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean what you said is high school and college are um, part-time offic- officials. Why why is there so much money in college athletics and yep. we're, we have officials on the same pay scale as people officiating in high school where there's no money?
0: Right. Not the same pay scale, but yeah. I mean, same idea.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm part time. Right. It's not their full time job. I feel like there's yeah. way too uh, much a, money in college athletics to not a, be
0: able to pay officials.
1: It's full-time. a billion
0: billion dollar industry. Yeah. And you're not you're not paying people to be good at a job that matters, like really matters. Right. Like they're, I not often, but there it's happened too many times that refs have affected the outcome of games.
1: Hmm.
0: I I don't remember the last time it's really happened at a Tennessee game. Like I, it doesn't immediately pop in my head. So that's good. But I've watched plenty of college basketball. Well, what from, like,
1: about the, the Michigan-Tennessee Sweet 16?
0: Yeah, So that, that that's one. At least or was that it was a eight? Sweet 16. It was? Mm-hmm. I think so. Because we haven't made it to the lead eight since Bruce Pearl.
1: Yeah, that's... What? Was that? Was that that was Bruce? No, that no, was, was Conzo. Yeah, yeah you're, right, you're, right, you're right. But he, even this past yeah. year with the Purdue Sweet 16. Purdue was
0: bad. Yeah, I mean, okay. So that was a direct outcome. I mean, Yeah. Effect, directly affected the outcome. Bad call. Yeah. Again, again, though, to be fair, I feel like that play was not very cut and dry. No. Because at least there was contact, but we think it was initiated by the Purdue player. So, like, that's what I'm saying. There should be open lines. Like, was Rick Barnes able to directly express that to the referee? And was the referee able to express to Rick Barnes in a setting where emotions weren't high? Because if emotions were high, neither of them listened to each, each other. No. So there's just... That's the problem is there's not a good channel to communicate because everybody thinks... Either every coach and every referee just about thinks it always has to be i I'm right you're wrong scenario. So until you fix how you communicate with one another, it's never going to get fixed. Right.
1: Yeah, something needs to be done for sure. Um next question. That's a good question. I do. We're, I like that. A long time I I'm actually though.
0: passionate about that one. I want you are cuz you're a coach. So I want I want well and I I I have friends with plenty of officials and I appreciate officials. I'm also known to get on officials, but I also know for the most part that they're doing their best.
1: I will say this about officials. Like, it's never going to be – if a human is doing it, it's never going to be perfect.
0: Again, all I ask is for a good job. And and I ask officials to just listen to me. Because rarely am I going to be, like, going – attacking you. Yeah. Typically, it's just, hey, I don't think you're seeing how I'm seeing the play, so can we talk about this? And that's all I ask. And, again, I feel like that can only be successfully done in an environment where emotions aren't high. Yeah.
1: So, uh, VolFan73 says, when is – National Signing Day, and do you know if Lane Kiffin is up to his old tricks? Uh, National Signing Day is Wednesday, and I don't see Lane Kiffin ever
0: not pulling out any tricks. Yeah, he's dropping off bags right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tweeting about it, too. He doesn't even care. No. He's got robots doing his, his, his yeah, business. Yeah, he's good. He's good.
1: There's no paper trail on that. No.
0: No. None.
1: Just full cash. Um. Kevin Mew said, predictions on remaining targets Beckwith, Wyman, and Evans. So, okay, we can just do that real quick. I mean, Evans?
0: (laughs) Your guess is good as mine. (laughs) I feel like the chances of hitting Evans, or not getting Evans, but getting a firm commitment from Evans for any team is probably the same chances like me going and buying a winning lottery ticket right now.
1: So, we'll do do National Signing Day. I don't think Evans makes a decision on National Signing Day. Because there's no
0: reason for him to, right? Right. Okay. No.
1: Weidman? I'll say
0: Tennessee. You think Tennessee? I'll say Florida just because I don't see anything good happen to us. Florida State? Tennessee. Oh, Weidman. I was thinking Beckwith. Yeah. Florida, yeah, let's go Florida State. Okay. I actually probably do feel better about Weidman. Okay. Sorry, I don't know why I heard Beckwith when you said that. Yeah. But So Beckwith, I think Florida.
1: Okay. Uh, but Weidman, you think Tennessee?
0: I think he's a – yeah, I think he's stronger than Tennessee. I don't know. Florida just they've had – they've had us for years, so – yeah, and I like the you know how the Larry Scott thing should feel good to us. I feel like for some reason it it does the op- opposite effect. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go back with Tennessee as well. I, um, I I mean
0: I I think you're right, but like I said, my heart and soul as a Tennessee fan. Just tells me.
1: Yeah, something's gonna
0: go weird, right? Um,
1: yeah, I, I think we feel good, and and then Pruitt pulls out another miracle and gets a top ten class.
0: It's that'd be insane, especially if Evans ends up here. Yeah, you're talking like top eight, so. Well, well, he's a four star now, so who knows? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just don't. I don't know like how I, I feel about the Evans thing because I really like Eric Gray and I think, you know, you saw at the end of that, into last year with the Vandy game and then the the Indiana bowl game. Yeah, you know, he's a real deal.
0: I, I, that's why I say I'm not so worried about not getting Evans. Right. Obviously, you take him, but yeah, his we need we need more wide receivers. Todd, you know, if Beckwith does Todd, we need more play there, but. Mm-hmm. You don't turn the
1: kid away because you never know. Like, especially now, like backfields like are meant for two
0: backs. But again, Um, even then, you still have Todd Chandler and uh, Tim Jordan. Somebody's probably out the door, and potentially Zach um, Evans. Potentially, oh gosh,
1: you you got T. Hodge, T.
0: Hodge, uh, and uh, Lenith Whitehead. Lenith Whitehead. That's what I was thinking. I mean,
1: Carlin Philsamy is back.
0: Yeah. So like again, that's why I say I think Evans is just a luxury take at this point. Like if you get him, I mean Crouch. Yeah, Plays yeah. that
1: position some too I mean,
0: I don't think I think Crouch The way he ran the ball on. I don't know what they call it But I'm for Because I love the name Heavy Their Heavy package The way he runs it there
1: Especially got uh, Old Heavy sitting in the ED yeah, exactly. office You gotta call
0: it <laughs> Heavy um, But Yeah, I mean He's definitely I don't think anyone's gonna Pull him out of that position Yep I wanna see him At, at a wildcat package
1: Oh, just Crouch Hmm Are you talking about Crouch? Mm-hmm. Oh, just Crouch so like a beast package with beast package, yeah. Okay, I, I want like to. I mean,
0: can he throw the ball say seven yards? Can he do a little jump pass like Derrick Henry? That's all I ask. He's an athlete, man. He, That's he, what I'm saying. That's all I need. I don't need any any pass over seven yards. Yeah, probably less than seven yards actually. So we'll Just call five. it five.
1: Can he throw a swing pass?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that too. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently it takes a very skilled skilled football player to do that. That's that that would be a good segment for our show. Because like I don't think people do... I mean, obviously, I think you don't need to throw it as hard as you can. But I don't think people do understand how difficult it is to throw a swing pass. Because it also is relying on the running back running a good route, too. Like, if they go upfield too soon or they stretch it too wide, that makes it tougher. And you, and the way your feet are moving... I mean, I don't think it's as tough as our friend makes it out to be. <laughs> yeah. but That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, I could go out there right now and throw 9 for 10.
0: I, I'm confident you can, but...
1: 9 for 10. But... With... 10 different running backs. But
0: uh, Jim Bob down the road, can't.
1: No. (laughs) No. And, and but I'm like, dude, like you played quarterback your whole entire life. Like I said,
0: I don't think it's as difficult as he makes it out to be. I just mean, it would be a great segment for our show about what they tweet about. That's all I mean.
1: We need to start like doing like, not like dude perfect, but like
0: stuff like, that shouldn't be as difficult as it (laughs) is.
1: Like when we used to have like we used to complain about the, the kickers. Yeah. You can go out there and just nail one in, there we in go. Chacos. Let's
0: do it. Barefoot. Barefoot. And I need it. to start training for my 60 yarder. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, you need to start. Doing Let's this. start now and I'll do it in April. Okay. I'm, I'm, I am I'm know. I am I hope I can get up to it. We'll see. I haven't kicked football in a while. Let me slap you in the face. Okay. Right why now. right now just that, get you that doesn't motivate him. me <laughs> I've never pumped. understood that i never understood hitting people on the helmet like hard like I get like a tap. never understood a hard
1: one do you ever like punch yourself in the face
0: no just give you just yeah a, sometimes well, I've been punched in the face plenty of times
1: <laughs> you have Caleb used to have this thing where he would just let people punch him in the face for like it's like, like a, not money or anything just like
0: ah uh, free drink coupons
1: yeah but I mean like she would if you would have asked she would have given them to you anyway yeah, <laughs> you she like you just wanted to punch you in the face.
0: I didn't want her to. She asked if she could, and I was like, sure. Yeah,
1: but like it wasn't like, hey,
0: hit me in the face. <laughs> Do we have any more questions? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's no. not as weird as it sounds, but like I'm sure people are like, this is weird. It's not as weird as it sounds.
1: It's weird. Uh, no, that's all the questions we got. So okay, well, yeah, well let's go we're to just, SEC no, we're just stuck here. <laughs> just talking about
0: getting hit in the face. Let's talk yeah. about SEC basketball. So, like I said, Kentucky lost to Auburn. Which makes me, I'm very happy. I mean, I'm not mad about it. We were just talking about officiating. Mm-hmm. And Auburn shot 44 free throws. Is that right? Yep. And they still went 33 for 44. That's 33 free points you got. Ooh. And you won by nine. That was a good game. I only watched like I watched like the first, first half. half and yeah. a little bit past first half. The first half. I've been watching Ozark, so I was watching that. Ozark. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I had the sound turned off. I was way too... That's why I came to... It's Jesse. in
1: Missouri, right?
0: Yeah. They actually film it in Georgia, but yeah, it's set in Missouri. Oh, really? I feel cheated. Well, it's because <laughs> filming, like, it's cheaper to film in Georgia because you get, like, tax breaks. It's like Atlanta? Uh, No, Blue Ridge Mountains, so, like, Appalachia. So it looks oh, okay. it looks very similar. Okay. Like, if you look at the Ozark... I, well, now I'm saying this, but it's probably just because it's filmed in Georgia. I don't know if I've actually ever seen pictures of the Ozarks. But... In the movie or in the TV show, it looks like Douglas Lake because it's in Appalachia. But I'm just realizing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I just never like thought about it. I was like, because I'm like always, I don't know. It's like foggy. But you know they have um, Silver Dollar City, in uh, Missouri, right? It's a uh, it's like Dollywood. Brant, Branson, Missouri. Yeah, which yeah. is near the Ozarks, I think. Okay, I don't know. I'm I think because like I'm pretty sure because my sister used to have to go there all the time.
1: So the the uh, like it's a.
0: Is it it a couple lakes? I think it's one big lake. Okay, or maybe that's
1: the Ozarks or just the area with the lake. This has nothing to
0: do with TV show. I'm just,
1: I'm just curious. Let's just look it up real quick because I'm pretty sure some of it is in Arkansas,
0: right? Uh, Potentially, it's probably from what I've understood. Oh, they're mountains. Yeah, there's like because it's like like I said, it's kind of like Douglas, like it's lake. It's like mountain areas, lake. It looks. The surrounding... Yeah, so it is in Br- like near Branson. So apparently Branson nowadays is like Pigeon Forge. Like, oh. That's what I've heard. The Ozarks is a little bit into Arkansas, yes.
1: Because when I think of Branson, Missouri, I just think of somewhere I, I do not
0: want to go. So it looks like it's probably like two or three lakes. I think it's similar to the places around here, like Douglas, where it's like a dam has formed these lakes. Gotcha. I don't know. Like I said, I just realized that I've actually probably never seen the Ozarks. I've just seen... Yeah. Um. Oh, what lake is it now? So is Georgia? it close
1: to Arkansas?
0: Yeah, like Arkansas is right here. Okay, cool. Yeah. And Branson's. I thought, I thought I've seen that before. Yeah, I just realized as we started speaking about it that I've never seen the Ozarks that I know of, Yeah, I'm aware of. They so probably back, look nothing alike.
1: I guess back to... Yeah, back to track, the SEC I don't know how we got there. <laughs> I do know
0: how we got there. I just remember, but... Um, Let's see. Did you did you like think Auburn would win or do you think Kentucky would? I thought Kentucky would win. Interesting. Did you see what Georgia did A and M? Sixty
1: three forty eight. Oh my gosh. Yeah and
0: they got blown out by who I Georgia should? got beat by Ole Miss, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Is it Ole Miss? Like I said, it's just mayhem. Like, Anthony Edwards had twenty nine points. And Georgia's the most confused. no, they lost to Missouri and Ole Miss. Georgia did. Ugh. Yeah. So it's just mayhem, it, especially like these teams that are kind of similar to us and somehow better than us. I feel like we're mayhem. one of
1: the worst teams in the SEC, but record-wise, we're like, I think middle we're eight, of we were
0: eighth yesterday, I believe. Yeah. I don't know where we're at now. Florida barely beat Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt did lose. So <laughs> keep that streak going. Yeah. And then Arkansas beat Alabama, which is two of our next three opponents. So South Carolina destroyed Missouri. Yeah. Missouri's bad. I, I think I think this is Conto's last year. What are you gonna do with those racist Missourians? Missourians, throw them in the Ozark, <laughs> dude. Don't mess around. There's some shady stuff going on in the Ozark. There is dude, Ozarks.
1: Watch out for Jason Bateman. He's the shadiest of the shady,
0: dude. You know he directed the show. Did he really? Yeah, he for won him? director like best directed show wow. over Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Dude, he? I, I've always liked him. I didn't know he was like. I don't know if he's ever been in stuff like the like Ozark, like series. Like serious, like drama and, at all, I mean, almost a little bit, at, more drama than action, but there are some scenes that are yeah, at least a little bit of action to him, but I, more so drama. But he does a really good job.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and then even better to find out that he directed, he also directed, I don't know if Nick knew this, that he was telling us about The Outsiders on HBO. He directs The Outsiders. Oh. That may, again, that may have been why he told us. I don't remember him specifically saying that though. Gotcha. So, but I was reading about that today. Um, anything else you want to talk about I SC Basketball? That's all I got. No, oh, let's go to Super Bowl. Super Bowl kicks off in just a just an hour. Who you got? I'm taking Kansas City. Oh yeah, I, you, you bet. Yeah, I bet on and, and I'm to. still taking Kansas City again. I mean, I think one thing is is if the 49ers defense is, I mean, they're going to be really good, but if they're good enough to create turnovers and control the game, I mean, I don't. I think the 49ers offense is good enough to win the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it. I think it comes down. I think the 49ers are a better overall team, but I, I think if they're not, if the 49ers aren't able to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is going to eat them well,
0: up. Well, there's just so many weapons on that offense. Oh yeah. So like, you like Nick
1: Bosa, that Rookie of the Year award that you got the other night. You're gonna have to. you to have to earn it right. again. You're yeah. gonna
0: earn it again. You've already earned it. You had a great year, but you have to earn yeah. it again. Right.
1: If you want. It's just
0: boring. See, the, the reason I take the Chiefs, it's like even if you put. Pressure on Mahomes, like Darian Williams is still good. They can find the way, they can find ways to get the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands by getting the ball out quick. Like, there's just some freaks on that that offense, mm-hmm. there, and there's so much speed, and speed kills. So, even uh, at, that's what's crazy is even at that level, speed kills.
1: Manuel Mosley getting a know, start, yeah, going up against a, a great offense. I mean, that's that's gonna be a matchup to watch, yep, because he had a pick in the, in the last game,
0: did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Against that's right. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I also thought it was, so I only saw the replay of that. I thought it was a pick six because they run to the end zone to celebrate. Oh, no. I was like, that's awesome. And then I watched the full replay and I was like, oh.
1: They just went and celebrated yeah. and took a picture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but they all ran to the end zone. Like it that's was like a the new
1: thing. I I feel like you're getting wore out going all that way. But I guess you're, when you get a pick, a I guess, you're like, yeah, your adrenaline's <laughs> going. But everybody else is like, Jesus, dude, just stop. <laughs> celebrate right stop here. Stop with a <laughs> 20.
0: It's funny. Um, I mean, oh. They could zoom in those cameras. Yeah, I'm way more excited for the wings in queso than I am the game. I'll be honest. Yep. And it's in Miami. You think somebody dies? Uh, do you think anybody gets arrested? Oh yeah, like a player from the team. Oh, I mean, yeah, people are going to get arrested. Who is this
1: like Travis Kelsey? Would be one that would be leading a charge of? If... No, he's too white for that. But he's like, you gotta
0: fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's kind of like Gronk. I feel like he's. Like, drunk, he'd he be out is of control. way more
0: of a dad version of Gronk. Yeah. Like, he's Gronk in 30 years.
1: Right. So, not like, Gronk even. would make, like, a cop laugh. Travis Kelsey yeah. would be
0: like, they would not laugh at him. You don't like, think so? I think, they, they they would all, I think they'd get along with the dad jokes. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely. Love
1: go, Miami police go easy on the players. Yeah. Especially if they win. If they lose, I'm then... I'm taking the
0: under on the... Watch out for Julian Edelman. To... <laughs>
1: Don't park near a... I don't even, did he jump out a window?
0: I don't know if or he, just he just jumped just, on the hood or if he jumped out a window. I'm really not sure. <laughs> I really have no clue. Not a clue. <sighs> yeah. Either way. Yeah. Just yeah. everybody take just care of it. Just watch out.
1: Yeah. yeah. Park in your garage. Right.
0: Speaking of bets, because I'm, I'm, I am going to go put some money on these prop bets. If you want to bet on the game or you want to bet on things happening around the game, the halftime show, the, the who national is, anthem. Who is the halftime show?
1: Is it Shakira?
0: I think you're right. I think it's Shakira and someone else. Look that up while I, while I tell them about my bookie. I don't know about you, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes it's I'm It's Lopez, isn't it? Is is it Gen- Jlo J Lo and but isn't Shakira performing? Yeah, it's, I think it's J Lo okay. and yeah. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try Parlay. If you like a couple of the big favorites this week, Parlay's are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support, if you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines, get in the game with mybookie, And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Just use the promo code chair to activate the offer that's promo code C-H-A-I-R. So double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm so glad I got a new phone. That's so much easier to read. Oh, yeah, man. Blessed. 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 Segments. Most important. I don't think I have any fails, but I've got a couple most importants. Um, did you see what our what our swim teams did this year or this week? No, I didn't. Both of them knocked off Florida I don't understand anything about like how swimming points get scored, but we beat the women's team beat them 170 and a half to 129 and a half. And the men won 156 to 144 high scoring, high scoring affair down. in I think that was in Florida. Uh, maybe not. I really can't tell. Really? Oh yeah. No, it was at Tennessee. So Ooh. home field advantage, home, home, home pool advantage. I like it. Yeah, I was reading about some of their traditions. So these are really cool. I don't know if this is, like, popular for, like, swimming community. But our team, when they travel to places, they'll take a bottle of, like, water that they got out of their pool. And when they get to the pool, they'll pour it in. So they're, like, always swimming in their water. Hmm. I feel like that's cool. Like, a cool tradition. Yeah. And then they're the ones who started the coonskin cap on, like, when they stand on the podium when they win. Yeah. Like, that's who does. Like, that's... That was that's their tradition. Oh yeah, I think every like after every win, football players should be in coonskin caps. Basketball players, everybody. I'm that digging, needs to be. I'm digging
1: by. the um, the cowboy hats right now.
0: The cow. Ca- I, I accept the cowboy hats too. Yeah, let's mix them up 50-50. Okay, yeah, let's mix them up. Because like, Brice Maglia shouldn't be wearing a cowboy hat, but he could wear a coonskin hat. He could. So, and, and keep Trey Smith. Hey, he looks great. If in a he's
1: hat. knocking down freaking fifty year old.
0: Yeah, but knock it down. Dong like,
1: punches. He he can wear whatever he knock wants. Knock it
0: down, looking like Davy Crockett, though.
1: I mean, he can come out in a freaking banana hammock for all I care. <laughs> Orange and white checkerboard. Yeah. Um. My first one is Vols in the Super Bowl. Manuel Mosley for the 49ers and Dustin Colquitt for the Chiefs. So, which ball
0: for offer do you prefer to win? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna put you in that.
1: I'm. I'm picking. I'm. I'm picking the. Oh, I think the 49ers have a better team, but I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes.
0: All right, riding on Mahomes. Going Chiefs. I like it.
1: Um, this will be the 11th straight year that Tennessee will have a Super Bowl winner. Oh, nice. That that is a VFL, right? right. Yep.
0: Nice. My next one. This is like in this is NFL on that. Uh, Nothing beats these NFL legends getting the knock into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Did you see that video huh. of what's that big dude's name? The president of the Hall of Fame. He was going around at the hotel and knocking on doors, and like they knew as soon as he opened the door, like because they know the guy, like mm-hmm. he always is the one who <clears throat> announces yeah. it. So like, oh, it was like watching grown men cries, I don't know, it's a moving experience. <laughs> yeah, like dude, Troy, Troy Paul Malo. I wasn't a Steelers fan or anything, but watching him play football was like one of my favorite things to do.
1: I'm glad he I'm glad he got out of the game when he did, because like targeting, oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was would be destroyed. paying fines every week. Yeah,
0: every week, yeah. and not like Vaunt has perfect fines. Like his were not malicious. He wasn't like pur- purposely trying to kill people. Yeah, he was just trying to knock them out. Just lay with his head. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and his hair. It wasn't his head. It was his, his hair. son.
0: One of his sons, maybe both of them. I couldn't. Uh, maybe he just <clears throat> had his hair up, but one of his sons had his hair down to like. Oh, Shoulder, nice. like already, already getting ready. I guess okay. he's been using a, uh, uh, what was the shampoo he always advertised? Head and Shoulders. Head and Shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's using Head and Shoulders.
1: Okay. <laughs> I like that. I mean, that's that's just added protection, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No CTE here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, anymore. Um, I don't have any more most important. I just have fails. Okay, I've got one. Uh, this is my segue to most important fail. It's the only kind of fail I have. AJ Brown after um. Uh, they announced Kyler Murray as the offensive rookie of the year. He tweeted bullshit. Yeah, and maybe you fail a little bit, but this is the most important because this is one of my favorite apologies. I apologize for tweeting that. Not what I said. <laughs> I love that because like you probably shouldn't have tweeted it. Not what I but said, but I
1: tweeted it. So it's, I didn't okay, say it's, it. A,
0: it's okay to feel that way. But yeah, I probably shouldn't have tweeted that. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that apology. Or maybe That's right
1: just apology. like, just do like a bull gif.
0: Like yeah. But you just like. Put it out I, there, but I love it. I love it. Probably shouldn't have tweeted it, but I'm with you. Probably bullshit too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know who wins.
0: I, it's hard. Like I, that's why I say probably because I don't because I, I feel
1: know. like Josh Jacobs could have got it too
0: potentially. I I think part of AJ Brown is like how far they went and helped him, and it, like a lot of it was I know on Derrick Henry, but he had a lot to do with the two. So right. I don't know. That's tough because playoffs really don't matter though in that yep. voting. So, which is really stupid to me.
1: Yep, so my next fail is the All-Star game.
0: <clears throat> the NBA?
1: NBA All-Star Uh-oh. game. Not putting Devin Booker in it.
0: They have several people that were kind of left out too, weren't, weren't they? No, yeah, like, so have been, he, he's definitely the big He's the
1: only, the only other players in NBA history to average 27 points per game, six assists per game on 50% shooting in a season are LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Steph Curry, and Oscar Robertson. And he was not. Selected to the All-Star. Not even, like, a
0: reserve. They do voting, though, don't they? Yeah, so Chris Paul's in I hate that. And he's, yeah, he should not. I think vote. it's cool to, like, have, like, maybe, like, one or two people that can be fan-voted in, but not the whole team. I feel like your fan-voting should be, like, reserves. Or that. That, too. That'd be fine. And then, like, or a couple reserves. Right. But I like, feel like players and coaches should be picking. Yeah. Not Who, media that, members, either.
1: Right. Yeah. You shouldn't be, like, have All-Star snubs every single
0: right year And more than one, which this sucks year. for him because one he's in, one, he's though.
1: in the West, so the West the definitely West has more, the
0: um,
1: which they yeah, don't do with, with Chris Paul in it. He also Brandon Ingram was in it. I feel like he should have got in over Brandon. Ingram. But they
0: don't do West versus East anymore, do they? They are this They're year. They're doing it. They're yeah. going back to it this year. Yeah. Okay. um I was going to say if you don't do East first West format, I feel like it should only it should be just the best in the league. Period. I mean but that's that's bullshit. <laughs> That Devin Booker got left out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Maybe that's what AJ Brown was tweeting about. Maybe. <laughs> that's all <what> he said. <laughs> he didn't directly say what he said bullshit about, though. He just said. No, what I said. Like, he just said, sorry that I tweeted it, but not what I said. Like, he wasn't sorry that he said it, but he's sorry. Like, I guess that he thought it, but he was sorry that he tweeted
1: it. Oh, uh, okay.
0: Gotcha. 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 Okay.
1: Uh, my next one is Ole Miss Women's Basketball. Halftime score God against boys. South Carolina thirty two to two. That's so bad. 32 so it was to only two, two points?
0: Yeah, so I only need to hit I only need to hit two shots.
1: They did make a little bit of a comeback when South Carolina put in their four string. Um
0: They have a fourth string in I, basketball.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I mean just whoever they could get on the court probably. Um but they end up Loot, Jersey still wouldn't played. End us. up winning eighty, yeah, eighty seven <laughs> to thirty
0: two. I'm just kidding. He would play us and be like, "If you don't score, you're never gonna play again." Oh, so yeah. we'd have to score more because that happened. That was really. Cool.
1: I'll never forget. Can we? So, t- so we had this basketball yep, coach in middle school, and like he was, he was like five foot nothing, and he was just jacked, like no legs, just like Jack, just full upper body. Skip leg <laughs> day every single day, and he would just yell at you constantly, just yeah. for for anything and everything. So one day I'm. We're in practice, and he used to practice with us because I guess it made him feel like he was decent at basketball. Um, but he, like, throws it kind of over my head, and I tip it a little bit, and I run for it out of bounds. And, I, like, I turn around and chuck it as hard as I could just, like, to keep it in bounds. It hits this man right in the side of the face. Was that eighth grade? Yeah. I don't remember that. Damn. And he, he comes over to me and starts yelling at me. He's like, catch the ball! And I'm like... You didn't catch it either. <laughs> like, I mean, it hits you right square in the face. Like at least my, I had to jump you had for mine. Had to jump for yours. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, so the story I was, uh, we'll we'll get off your ride of this. I was alluding to. I feel like it needs to be told. So we were playing a homeschool team that had like eight players max. Yeah. Terrible eight players. Like they were bad. Should not. Have, we shouldn't have been playing them. I don't know why we were playing them. And we go up like, I mean, we're winning like forty to nothing at halftime. And at halftime. Finally, he's gonna put in the people who never play, and he tells us he's like, if you don't play full speed and play basketball like how we're supposed to play basketball, then you're coming out and you're never playing the rest. Of, you're not playing the rest of the season. We ended up beating them eighty to one, and the only reason they got one is because they ref called a foul. He even told our coach, he's like, ah, they need to score. That's why I called the foul. And he like, hit one free throw. Yeah. And they hit one free throw. Yep. And then as we were walking off the court. The girls' basketball coach looked at me and he was like, I just want you to know that you're probably gonna go to hell for that. <laughs> I knew him, so he was joking with me. But he's probably right because they were homeschooled, Christian school. Yeah. I felt bad. I was like, I know this isn't helping my playing time when I score, so like I feel yeah. really bad for doing this. Like,
1: right. I, I had like 10 points. Like this team was terrible. Yeah. I was not great at like, basketball. Looking back,
0: I should have just protested and like we would have there's no there, we, no shot- we would have been the best players on that team. There's no shot clock, so we could have just like. Was he going to call a timeout to sub us out? Then he just looks like a real jerk. And that, I mean, everybody, uh, he knew he was a jerk. No one, he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. Whatever. Catch the ball. (laughs) Dude, really? I've got a lot of great coach jersey stories if you ever want to sit down and just, I've got plenty. Like that's very similar to that. So we can sit down and talk about it. There's
1: very Mm -hmm. few people that, I mean, my mom has like, she's one of those moms that would tell you exactly what she thinks, but she's the only coach that I've had growing up that she would literally get in a fist fight with right now because of what he's did in middle school. Like, she would fight him right now if she saw him.
0: I feel like your mom would fight a lot of people, actually.
1: She wouldn't fist fight a lot of people. But, like, so, like, then, like, oh, okay. for something that happened right oh, okay. then, but gotcha. she would fight him right now just for something he did, like... We should
0: set that up. Roughing around. out. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: well, have a lot of show ideas. We do.
0: That show's technically taken. Two of the shows are were spinoffs of... Yeah. Spinoffs. Guys, thank y'all for listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Time with your friends, family, whatever. Enjoy that. Um, Go bet with my bookie if you want to put any money on the game or any prop bets. Um, Thank you all for listening. We'll see you on Wednesday, hopefully after a Vol win at Alabama and then Kentucky at home. Love that Saturday. It's one of my favorite Saturdays.
1: National signing day also Wednesday. Hopefully Christmas comes later, I guess, or (laughs) early.
0: Or depending on how you look at it. Yeah. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in and we out.